how's it going? I'm good. How are you? All right. Are awesome. you Sean? Is, I am Sean. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. There you Sorry. go. So why is this so dumb? Sorry, I had it set <laughs> up for everybody wants horizontal. Everybody has a different thing. Preferences. I was I was just saying this is my first Zoom interview. So you're you're I'm hoping I don't screw it up. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, you're with uh, someone who can't help you much. I have been just like failing through technology in 2020. <laughs> getting through it, but like just barely. <laughs> Speaking of 2020 and getting through it, how are you, family, friends, dealing with social distancing and COVID and all that uh, all that nonsense? Well, I mean, it hasn't been fun. This has just been a really hard, challenging year for everybody for um every reason. I am healthy and my family is healthy and um, we are safe. We've been um, locking down pretty hardcore, but I've just used that time really to pour into the album. Um, we all kind of committed when our plans had to change at the beginning of the year that we were just going to focus and make this the best record ever and use all that forced, you know, time at home to be creative. So it's been, it's been oh. good. Yeah. I I've talked to a bunch of artists all the way from Alice Cooper to uh, I forget who else I was talking with, but the amount of music that's going to come out in 2021, because you haven't been able to tour, you've had a lot of downtime writing and everything is just going to be immense. The amount of new music. I know. I was actually just thinking about that because now we're talking about like, what's the release date for the back half? We've been releasing a song <laughs> at a time, but yeah. then it's gets, the rest of it comes out and it's like, you know, the longer we wait, the more competition there's going to be. Everybody's doing <laughs> I was just mentioning, I was doing some research. We had you guys in town uh, at our old House of Blues Carnival Madness Tour with Chevelle and Hailstorm and a bunch of other bands. And then on this very date, four years ago, you did Harris here in Atlantic City, uh, a show with us. I didn't realize it was the exact date, but uh, that was a fun, fun show. Man, I miss it. I miss shows in yeah. general. I miss that part of the country too. I used to live in New York for many years, but we moved to Nashville last year. So I'm kind of, um, you know, in a new place and all alone, but that's all right. <laughs> miss you. Is there... Is there any real estate left in Nashville? Because every artist is down there. I know it's weird. There's like a whole <laughs> new commune going on. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, a lot of people are here. We're definitely part of moving here was being closer to friends and families. Mm -hmm. We get to all kind of see each other a little bit more. It's gonna be awesome. So, so let's talk. Uh, use your voice. Talk to me about this song, writing it. How you got your friends Taylor and Sharon and Lizzie on it. Take us through the process and and what this song means to you. It just keeps meaning more. <laughs> um, <laughs> This has been a long a process writing that song and um, the journey it's taken us on and, and the journey that our country and our world has been on this year. But <laughs> helping each other and coming together and showing a force of unity has only become more in important throughout this year. It was already important. It was coming from um, a place a little bit more thinking in terms of women, you know, supporting women and, and people supporting each other. You know, this song kind of sat unfinished for a long time um, in a stuck place. And that happens a lot um, for me with songwriting. I'll get a really excited about a cool idea and then I get stuck because the next part just won't live up to the first part. This was one of those songs that um, I believed in and I had lyrics for from, from the beginning, but I just couldn't take it to the, to the last place. And friend Dina from the band Rudia, who also sings on the track, lives here in town. And we were just hanging out, you know, kind of swapping ideas and showing each other what we were working on. And it just turned into this organic, hey, what about this? And she totally helped me and helped me write a little bit in a way that finished the song and, and made it become what it was. And that became like this, this beginning launch point of like, well, how about, let's say, let's get more help from our friends, you know? And then I <laughs> we had that part with the, the big, you know, the vocal call 
and I hit up Lizzie and I hit up uh, Sharon and I hit up Taylor and just all my friends, my sisters too. And um, our guitar player, Troy's wife, Amy, just like, I have a lot of strong, powerful, awesome women in my life. And it was really just about gathering them together and going, hey, you wanna like help out, do this cool thing that means something that is important right now. And it, it was actually really easy. Everybody jumped at it and that feeling, that support in that moment. And every time I hear the song and every time I sing the song, hearing that, it, it strengthens the music, but it also strengthens me in, in just feeling that togetherness now we're all forced to be apart everyone's so divided um the politics of of the moment and that is absolutely what the song is about you know us needing to to be heard and how important that is and how a voice is stronger and more important and can be more impactful than a gun than than any other grand lie just the truth just speak your voice if we all stand together then we can make change and we are making change i couldn't be more proud to be a part of that also, it's a great, great song, and uh, we've enjoyed uh, spending it here in Atlantic City. Uh, you know, you're talking about recording the song and, and calling up Taylor and Lizzie and all these different people. Recording music these days, I mean, before you all had to be in the studio together, and now you could be anywhere and just record your part and, and, and kind of piece it together, which I got to I gotta imagine it probably loses a little bit uh, of it, not being in the studio with some of the musicians and the artists, but at the same time, it's, it's got to be really cool that you can collaborate this way and it makes it easier for you to have different people on songs. Yeah, everybody, everybody in the industry right now is just finding new ways to move forward because the creativity mm -hmm. is still there and we have, you know, the technology, but it, we're really being forced um, to work in new ways and try new things and quickly do things when we do have the ability to be together, but when it needs to be virtual, like just make that happen. Um, I've been able to do several really awesome collaborations this year too, like across countries. I did one with um, some friends in Wagaki Band in Japan, and I did one more recently with Bring Me the Horizon and they're in the UK, all just virtually working um, to do the recording of those songs, which has been really positive, like to, to feel like we can still continue. We still can press forward. Yeah, it's different, but we're going to find a way. I, mm -hmm. I, you know, being in Nashville though, I did get to have Lizzie and, uh, and yep. come <laughs> have that. <laughs> I was, I was speaking with uh, Nancy Wilson of heart. She says the only trick to it is you got to remember the time zones. Everyone's in. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> though because you kind of tag team when i was working with the guys mm -hmm. and it was like i'd work at night and then i'd wake up in the morning and there had been work done while i was sleeping and i could take you know take the baton to the next thing yeah, yeah. so you mentioned uh the new record uh it's still uh the bitter truth that is still the title you've given yeah. us songs here and there but you don't have a uh, an actual release date yet right we're firming it up right now it hasn't been announced uh, yet um, oh, okay yeah i think it's gonna be in march okay farther than i wanted like the end of the year but as long as we can keep putting out a song every couple of months we're about to release another one in i think two weeks or a little bit less as long as we can keep doing that that's what i really wanted um all along was to kind of be able to live in the moment with it with our fans give them an album over the course of this time you know where we really are we can't tour being able to constantly like give them a piece of content and us in, appreciate it together live in it together and then the next one it's already happening as far as i'm concerned so that's cool for me, but the rest is coming. Yes, we're right. finishing tiny details now. All right, nice. Well, we're looking forward to that. So speaking of, you know, as we move into 2021, I know there's discuss the talks of vaccines and all that stuff. What do you think touring and live shows and how they're going to change and how we're going to we're going to accomplish making uh, shows happen with 
thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And as an artist, how, how are you going to handle it? I mean, I'm sure there's got to be a lot of thought going into going out on the road now. We just have to look at what we have, listen to, you know, all of the best advice from medical experts, like on what is going to keep our fans safe. That's always such an important thing about putting on a show. If it's about the barricade safety or anything else, like mm -hmm. we need to make sure that we're, we're not putting people in a, a dangerous position. We all need to be able to be safe. It's, it's more, honestly, it's more about the crowd than it's about us. We can contain ourselves. As soon as we can do it safely, we're planning to go out the fall of 2021. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. What's it going to look like? I think it'll probably be like everything else. I think we're going to be able to move forward in life. We're going to get to the next thing, but it's just going to have to be a little bit different. We're going to have to mask up. We're going to have to probably do things in a way, I don't know, that either it has to be smaller or more spread out or, or something. Um, I'm sure there will be some kind of changes in place, but at the same time, I, I do think there is a future in front of us. It, this has taken longer and been a bigger thing than any of us could have imagined back in March. You know, we have to just accept that and go, okay, we can get back to life. If we just yep. like figure out the safe way to do it, let's get there. Let's, let's go do that. I'm ready right now. <laughs> I think we all are ready. Well, fingers crossed that's going to happen. Researching, knowing I was going to talk to you, I was looking all the way back to, to 2002, 2003, Evanescence Breaks, Fallen, Bring Me to Life. I still remember the top 40 station I worked for started playing it. And it was kind of heavy for, mm. for, for top 40. I was like, wow, you're playing that song. I didn't realize how super young you were when all that happened. How did you handle the, I mean, you're a female in, in the rock world and you're, you were a band, but you were the voice and you be kind of came the face. And uh, how did you handle that success and stay grounded? And like, I was, I was, did not know how young you were, but it seems like you, you handled it pretty well. Cause it was some huge success. My 21 year old self would have really, really loved hearing you didn't realize how young I was because it was something I was <laughs> I belong here. I'm old enough. I've graduated high school. That was my internal monologue. Um, yeah, uh, it was scary. It was weird, you know, but at the same time, like, I think it's really important in life, no matter what you do or who you are, to surround yourself with people that really know you and, and really care about you and that sort of hold the important things as important and the other things as not important. For me, like the famous part and especially like the really busy life on the road away from family, all that stuff part was difficult it took a minute to adjust um and just you know feel like whoa everybody's looking at me and they know me and i don't know them that whole thing is weird mm -hmm. especially when when you are a kid i i really was just barely uh legally able to drink so <laughs> uh but but uh you know at the same time i i don't feel like i ever like lost my soul i have i do have good good family and and good roots and good friends in my life that's good to hear so uh use your voice everybody make sure you not only listen to the song but listen to the lyrics they're they're very important definitely fitting with our time and i wanted to close this i saw evanescence i want to say 2007 it was a it was a festival i i was old enough to drink so i i, I had consumed good, a little good bit of alcohol and there was a part <laughs> of your show where it's just you and the piano and you have a very soothing voice and I'm not going to lie, I started to like doze off. You were like, and then, and then the band came on out of nowhere. And I still, to this day, we're talking 13 years or so. I still remember the band kicking in. And I'm pretty sure I lost about five years of my life because I was awake real fast. 
That's really <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> yeah, we just like to pull the rug out from under everybody as soon as they get comfortable. Mm -hmm. Continued success. I've seen you many times. Never been disappointed with the show. Uh, looking forward to uh, the next song that you're going to be putting out and the full record in 2021. And hopefully we'll see you in our area and we'll see you, see you and many, many, many other bands on the road. Yes, please. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for playing thank the song. You for, thank you for taking the time too. Uh, Amy, be good, be safe, and I will see you soon. You too. Bye. All right, take care. Bye-bye.